because I'm scared of like erasure. Being in a classroom and teaching kids, I've taught in schools that were like high population black kids. And just teaching them, and we're looking at Shakespeare, but they think that black people didn't exist in London, in England, around that time. Yo, yo, this is the work brunch, and we are here with Caleb Femi. Yeah. Hello, brother. Hello. <laughs> it's good to have you here. I bumped into you a few t a few times, a few briefly. Times. Yeah, really. Um, I was nervous I the first time. What was the first time? Brixton. Yeah. Yeah, I was nervous. Of. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything that is speech, isn't it? I was just like. Oh really? Yeah, I was like. Oh. Sweaty palms. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I did notice that, but I thought. Oh, did you notice? Yeah, I did notice. Oh. Yeah, but I wasn't sure. I, w I wasn't sure why. But I had yeah. a um, afterwards. I was like, uh, uh, and I was like, we should get him on a podcast. I was like, yeah, but he's gonna have to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, he does. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But we're good now. No, we're good. We're good. Um, Thank you for being here. Mm. Uh, we're going to eat some food and we're going to muse. Yeah. I didn't eat today. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So you are ready. Yeah, literally. I didn't want anything interrupting oh, my palates. Yes. Yeah. I like your thinking. <laughs> you take the, the, the meal seriously. Exactly. Um, so uh, basically, as, as I ask everybody, yeah. you know, I, uh, so I can figure out what we're, what we're going to be eating. Um, a, a dish or meal, yeah. uh, early food memory, something that you really love. Mm -hmm. You were straight to the point. I think yeah. it was literally one sentence. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? And pounded yam. Yeah. Like, what does that mean to you? To me, that that gives me that is grounding. Mm. For me, that is like the essence of of everything. That is me. Whenever I get like lost, um, that's me. I feel like anything, any question or any variations of my identity that's like the core that stays the same mm. um when is that in question when you're in diff when i'm in different spaces mm. um when i'm in different conversations mm. about different elements of me so for example like people like us we're not just british and we're mm. so many different things um so when all of that comes in, into question and when i'm yeah, I don't know. It's like when when I'm in when I'm in school, teaching, and yes. when I'm in the in the in the um, staff room, not teaching but having a conversation. Yeah. When I'm in white spaces, mm -hmm. when I'm in black spaces, mm. when I'm in spaces that I used to feel really comfortable with, but now I'm still comfortable, but not allowing myself to be comfortable right. because it's not actually a healthy space right. to be in right um how interesting that we need to decide on the the meter in which yeah you know what i mean yeah. should i turn it down to two should exactly I yeah. should I go up to ten exactly it's, it's mad it's mad so a gusu and pounded yam is, yeah. is home that's home yeah who would cook that for you um i don't the thing is i haven't really had a home home so growing up um, I, grew up, I was born in Nigeria and my gra I lived with my gran, I didn't live with my parents from I think about 10 months to about 7 
Mm-hmm. So it would have been her or my oldest sister. Um, and Did then, your parents move? Yeah. So as soon as they had me, mm. and they were like, "Okay, he's, he's healthy. He's not. He's not going to die." Mm. They went. They came to this country. Yeah, that's um, a common story. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So the first. So when I came here, seven years old, that was like the first time I saw them physically. Yes. Um, and then that was home for about nine years, and then I moved out. And just lived on my own. Okay. So how old were you when you lived on your own first time? Um, from like sixteen. Okay. Into, that's kind of young. Yeah, that's young, but in certain places that's not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. all matter of perspective. Um. So when I think about like home and who cooks it, it doesn't really matter. Right. Um. Because I've had I've gone to restaurants and all mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. My mum doesn't really, because my mum is like, that's not really her culture. She would like cook something else. Okay. But my sisters or someone, or me, I, I've cooked it. Not yeah. as It's not as nice when I do it. Yeah. I just do it and just force myself to eat it. It's not the right. same. So it doesn't really matter who cooks it. Mm. It's more about when the eating of it. Mm. Yeah, anyone could cook it. Mm. Mm. So basically, I, I cook a meal mm-hmm. um, as close to that as I can get. How long have you been cooking? Um, you did a cooking show, didn't you? You were on a cooking yeah, show. Yeah, I was on Celebrity Master Chef. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah I yeah. remember that. That was intense. It was like two weeks. It was like a two-week period every day. It was, really, it was intense. <laughs> it, was, it was fun, though. Um, um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so basically, last night... Yeah. I was at about his time to get this. Mm-hmm. Looked on YouTube, looked on yeah. loads of recipes and stuff. And it was one of those dishes where there are slight variations. Yeah, yeah. Constant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. one's this, this one's that, this yeah. one's that. Um, and then I saw one that was mostly seafood. It was yeah. only seafood. Okay. So I was like, I think that's the one. Yeah. Um, just because salted meats in one dish for me yeah. is a little troubling. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? It's like whatever's died in the farm that week. Yeah. That's what we're having. Um, uh, so I went for that one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I cooked the thing, right? Yeah. Tasted the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I cannot give this to my brother. <laughs> the young... <laughs> People's poet laureate. Yeah. I didn't say that, but I did I? No, you said it close. It's she, yeah, young you know people's laureate. Young people's laureate. laureate. Yeah. The brother wants gussy and powdered, yeah. <laughs> and I cannot disrespect him. Yeah. Um, so for the first time in podcast history, mm-hmm. I got you a takeout. Swear down. I swear to God. No and way. I'm, I, that I'm is not... actually dope. Like, that is, do you know what? That's like, you know, some people are just pretentious isn't it they'll just be like oh it'll be fun it's oh fun. Rich, you get, yeah. you know you gotta you gotta humble yourself yeah. you know, when you get used this this ain't for me <laughs> i'm not on this path this is yeah. not part of my life journey um <laughs> so i got i got you a gusu and padded yam oh for real you I actually got, got a takeout yeah i got takeout i got you a gusu and padded okay. yam um, wow because i knew i wasn't gonna do the pounded yeah. yam yeah I, I was actually do you know what when when i sent you the text i was like okay inspiration yeah or actuality yeah. i thought no it's just going to be inspiration yeah because we talked about rice mm-hmm. so i thought okay it will just that is going to inspire some sort of rice dish yes. so i was like all right cool i didn't actually think you were going to go all the way there i really wanted to 
I really want to do it. And I and I um uh, I thought I was gonna do better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. Um, so basically, um, and I've got something else. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say what it is actually. They're not paying. Ha. <laughs> um. So, are you hungry? Yeah. Let us eat. All right, then let's do this. It's going to be so interesting how we do it, but let's do it. We're going to do it using a microwave. No, no, not. <laughs> no, what's your beats? How we're going to actually hear it. Right here? No. How. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what do yeah. we want? We need tools. Other than uh, okay, I'm a bowl with water. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, or you can just like wash your hand in the sink. Let's get a bowl with water. Ah, uh, so we're doing. Put, 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 put a bit of it. We did everything. What is everything? So, you, you know you eat it with your hand, right? Yes. Okay, all right, cool. That was the main thing, because I've been, I've taken people, um, are you Caribbean? Yes. I've taken a few Caribbean um, friends to Nigerian restaurants, and mm. they're just like, what, you use your hand? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what, I actually, I've done it a few times, and I, and I, and I understand it. I mm. think um, it takes certain it takes a certain skill set to be able to eat something like the gusu which is yeah you know a, a stew sort of soupy yeah to even really deal with that <laughs> um but i think i think it's right. i understand it it makes okay. sense to me yeah let, let us eat brother. all right let's do that do you want to help me dish this out mm-hmm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We've eaten, we've been nourished. Yeah. So let me ask you, mm-hmm. what else fuels you? What else, apart from food? Exactly. Um, what else fuels me? People around me. Mm. Um, Mudkins, such as 
that one over there. Joseph Joseph, who is also in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for books. Exactly. Nice. Um, but every everybody that I encounter um, and that can teach me something, um, whether directly or indirectly, they feel me. People that I see and I feel like, oh, you, you just don't know. Like, especially a lot of my friends, when I, I sit down and I'm talking to them, or we're, we're just having a general talk and they say a lot of things and I'm like, oh, bro, like, this is why I'm doing it for you because maybe you might not, maybe it, it might not, like, just this idea of like not being able to do it all and do it now and do it in the way that so I want. So what is it you're doing that you feel is... Documenting. Mm. Documenting, like our story documenting who we are our culture how we how we were do you know what it is i'm always scared a fear is another thing that fuels me because i'm scared of like erasure mm. like being in a classroom and teaching kids teaching like i teach i've i've taught in schools that were like high population black kids um and just teaching them and we're looking at shakespeare but they think that black people didn't exist in London, in England, around that time. Right. And that worries me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when I was their age, I had no idea. I thought... Yo, that's England such a good this. point. That, do you know what I mean? That is a prime example <laughs> of erasure. Exactly. Like, how is it that... It just popped up. Yeah. we Black people have been the earliest, um, like, proof. Humans. Hu- do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even if you want to, like go as far as saying, okay, in England, talk to us. Like, when did, like, when was someone with brown skin chilling in England? That's, like, 250 AD. That's, like, Roman times, you know? There was people here. So we're just as much... We have just as much claim to be British or even English as anybody in this country that says, yeah, but I've been... I'm pure English, I'm this, I'm that, you know, I'm Scottish, I'm this. Like, really? Are you actually, or are you just Scandinavian? Yeah. Because that's actually a big possibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, like, with that, it's, it's weird. So I'm scared that in 100, 200 years' time, are they going to know that we were actually on ends, so, like we were so all here? Like you're talking about Graham. Yeah. Yeah. That could happen. Literally. Like, how do you I then... I mean, that kind of happened with hip-hop to a certain extent when uh, Macklemore and are getting the, the best hip-hop album of the year. Exactly. It's happened. And I, see, I can see it. I can just see, like, in 200 years' time, somebody studying hip-hop now because it's seen as class, classical art. Mm. So they're studying hip-hop. Mm. And one of the modules is Macklemore. <laughs> with, with Grammy-winning... Award, uh, Grammy-winning artist Macklemore. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And let's say and there's been ten more. he done what other people have been doing for a long time. Exactly. And then it's another Elvis situation because people study him. Mm. He gets studied. Um. Uh. What's his name? Um. Classical pianist. Um. Who is apparently black. Mm. Who Be- Beethoven? Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. They were. They were even. That is like, that is something that is just preposterous. Yeah, you know I mean? that, the idea of the right 
yeah, preposterous. Even though a lot of the instruments weren't even European. Mm. A lot of the instruments used in orchestras aren't European. Yeah, do you know, I was, <laughs> um, I, I think it was Dr. Phil Valentine, I was, uh, I was watching a lecture um, online and he was talking about, no, Dr. Leila Africa, and he was talking about uh, instruments, basically the, the musical instruments that we understand today is mm. uh, based on instruments used in science in terms of healing and things mm. like that. So you take like a, um, you know, like how you have chords yeah. and the different chords relate to different parts of our body in yeah. terms of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a piano was, the, the, the shape of a piano is a ho- literally half of a heart. Yeah. Like if you opened it up, it would be the shape of a heart because yeah. it was supposed to, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just been interpreted, yeah. they've interpreted it into, into what we know now. And that was African science. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's all of that is just one thing that really scares me. Um, Socrates, all of them, they they went to school in in Africa, you know. Yeah. That, that's where they learned. That's where their education was. So uh, that really scares me that in that in some way, shape, or form, the possibility of my experience will get erased. Um, I well, I mean, you are the young poet laureate right now. Mm-hmm. They can't take that away. Yeah, exactly. Which is interesting, though, because it's, it's it's a label that's also in a white space. <laughs> yeah. Damn! They did it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tricky bastards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it does put me in a lot of white spaces. It does. So how do you how do you navigate that? same way you do (laughs) um like by just finding a way through it i think that there needs to be you need to know who you are yes you need to know who you are oh it took me a while yeah you need to be so comfortable in your abilities in yourself in your worth because when you walk into the room people don't even have to talk Mm. and automatically you feel like half of mm. what of what you 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 felt like walking in like you, you feel half of what you're you're actually worth or even lower right. like you walk into the room and everybody's white you feel a certain way already yeah like whether it's manifested through like a slight tense tensing of yeah. the body or something that it's normal to you now you don't even yeah. think about it anymore um and like they don't even have to talk mm. and that already and if you're not like strong in yourself strong in your core you can walk in and already start cowering and mm. not really wanting to be seen and then when you speak to certain people yeah you're, you're, you're changing yeah, what you say changing what you say how to you say them. it to protect them yeah exactly protect this like dynamic between you and them yeah. and then they but they don't they don't care they yeah. will say stuff yeah. Um, whether it's and do you know what a lot of people say oh it's through ignorance but it's not because mm-hmm. ignorance is the absence of knowledge yeah mm-hmm. if someone is ignorant they wouldn't say racist stuff they wouldn't and and I'll tell you why they wouldn't because everything that informs you about someone is knowledge so if I actually didn't know anything about black people yeah it will be very difficult for me to walk in and start assuming so many different things 
that is in line with racism. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're exactly. fully aware of what you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, therefore, <laughs> so therefore, it's not... You can't say that this is racist. There's no way you can live in, in the Western world and find an uh, uh, ignorant white person. Mm-hmm. You can't because everything you've learned, you've taken in through one you know, medium or the other, loads of coded messages about race. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when you say stuff, you're just saying it subconsciously. You might be saying it subconsciously, but it's not ignorant. Right. So when when a lot of people try to excuse other people and say, yeah, like, oh, they're just ignorant. They're not. Yeah. They're just subconsciously complying with the system. Yeah. I mean, yeah. is that white privilege? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, white, white privilege. It's a choice. It's... That's a good point. That's a good point. It's, it's a matter of, but then I guess it's a matter of us coming to that understanding. Yeah. In a way to, again, teach them mm-hmm. by by being the meter of that. No, 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 we're not yeah. going to accept that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. But here's a, an interesting thing. So the other day I was, I was doing a talk um, with Shades of Noir at um, a university. And um, someone asked me... Um, how did you, so your understanding of like, how can black men essentially um, do better, basically, in regards to um, the relationship dynamics with black women, mm-hmm. the uneven support that we give them, the, the abuse that we, we give them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I was like, yeah, um, we've got to, I think there's an important element of listening and listening to, 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 to black women a lot more and being called out a lot more and speaking to ourselves as men and mm. doing the calling out, um, but listening most of all. Mm. And um, someone else on the panel was like, yeah, I heard that, but why does it always have to, like, why is it the black woman always has to like, how much emotional like baggage, like how much more shit does she have to deal with? Yeah. Now she has to like be How teaching. much more weight on the mule? Wait, exactly. Like, okay, now it's our job to be telling you and to be teaching you and to be, do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and that's, and that was a fair point. I was like, do you know what? I've never actually, even like someone who is constantly trying to unlearn a lot of things, mm. I've always been like trying to lean on all the, black women around me to to be there to to call me out or to like right, talk right, to me because it's expected so, that they are the strong yeah strong enough yeah to have to take the weight of their own lives and and yours too yeah yeah like yeah all right if i if i say that like okay i'm trying myself but if i do say that like you know and yeah maybe you should come and talk to us lot like no get get up and start like amongst yourselves because you are the problem mm-hmm. it's like you can't get someone who's been stabbed and that person who's been stabbed <laughs> needs to then yeah, go in yeah, and yeah. start B- talking to, to yeah like sorting out all the people who so go around do the stabbing so basically right uh, uh racist white people and all of the rest that benefit from those structures yeah get yourself together get get yourself together in 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 respect to like what i mean is 
if you're like a hardcore racist, you know, like you are someone who like embodies that and you're proud of that. Obviously, I can't say sort it out yourself because you don't see a problem. Right. But I mean, the ones who do see the the white people who claim, especially like the white liberalists, li- people who who try to say they they're liberal and they this and that. Okay, prove it yeah. by having an all white meeting mm. and dealing with the problem. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yes, you do need a, a, a black person to inform you because you don't, there's so many things that you don't feel and you don't see so many like subtle nuances. Yeah. But the onus should not always be on like the whole of black people all the time right. coming to you, you know. At the very least, it should be like a 50-50 thing where, okay, right. we're trying and you're doing stuff actively alone also, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I, I, I would guess, I would hope that the kind of young white person, you know, 25 and under, mm-hmm. is, is, is having certain types of conversations with their family at Christmas when somebody says something and they say, you know what? In the same way that growing up, I remember half caste yeah. being a term. Yeah. And I had to be, I had to say, well, you know, you can't say that, right? Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Half in the heart, like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 I believe mm-hmm. that they're probably doing that to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, it's probably not enough. Yeah. Because with me talking, sometimes a lot of guys around me who are my friends, especially the ones who have known forever and they're like my close mates, will say something. Are you talking and about the Caucasians? No, no, I'm talking to Darth. No, they don't get a blight. Okay. I'm talking about black men. And okay. I was like, definitely like someone who would, they'll say something and I'll just be like, oh, they just, do you know what I mean? I'll let one or two go. I'll let it go sometimes. And then what, other times. Give me, what do you mean? Give me an example. Like, they'll just be like, ah, oh, um, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't know. They'll say something like, oh, she's, uh, who cares anyway she's just a, a hoe or she's just bitch or, oh, do you know what I mean and I was just like okay it's not as what I've heard him say worse so I'm mm-hmm. gonna let that one yeah. just do you know what I mean yeah. because you don't always want to be that person you don't oh. want it to like fracture oh. your relationship you, you've triggered me like <laughs> like as as a queer woman yeah. a black one mm-hmm. oh I know what you're talking about yeah like you've been my homie for 10 years and <laughs> You literally just said batty man. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, you've said it and then looked like, oh, you know, yeah. it kind of just fell out of my mouth. I didn't mean it. Like, you've, you've taught me, I know, don't start again. Yeah. But uh, and having to decide what's, I'm going to let that slide. Um, I'm not, or even having a, 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 you know, especially somebody of an older generation. And, um, I remember I was with uh, I was with one of my exes and we were getting some jerk chicken from mm-hmm. from 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 in, you know one just the guys on the road just a drum basically yeah. and I, it was chilly and we were holding each other yeah. as as two would do yeah um, and he asked us this is the question it was it's asked so many times are you sisters. Okay. That it's always that question first, mm-hmm. and I know where that's going. This is mm-hmm. a, you're trying to dis, uh, ask, yeah. "Oh, we're a couple." Yeah. But that's too much of a. Yeah. It's too much out there. Yeah. Are we sisters? So we looked at each other, did the kind of like, 
sometimes, you know, kind of just fucking up. <laughs> sometimes. And um, he was like, you know, your girlfriend. And then kind of sort of launched into this little speech about, yeah. about you know, what we should and what we shouldn't. And now we're conflicted because we was hungry. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. We just wanted some jerk chicken. Yeah. And now we're like, okay, so do we just like, do we just be like, yeah, whatever, just give us a chicken? Yeah. Or should we make a stand? Yeah. <laughs> And drive around till we find some more. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like we have to, like I mean, as 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 we have to make those kind of choices yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Do I do? Do I say something? Do I not say something? Do I call out the microaggression? Yeah. Or am I just being overly aggressive? Yeah. Yeah. In white spaces, do you find you get a lot of? Micro- um. Yeah, all the time, all the time, um, from the most ridiculous. The thing is, you just don't know what angle. You don't know who, when, where. Mm. It's like a time bomb yeah. every day, and you don't know when, when it's going to go off, but yeah. it's going to go off. So you can't be surprised when it does. Mm. Um, I've had, especially with the whole YPR thing, I've had... The like, one now? The young people's... Oh, right! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I just learned low yet word the other day when when you got it, so I'm like, I'm with you. Yeah, like I've heard people say, ask me if if what I'm doing. I said this to you, Jeremy. I told you about the BBC people. Maybe not. About how they. So the researcher, a researcher for a show, um, I was supposed to come on a show to be interviewed, and the researcher called me and asked me if. I w- if I'm if I'm sure I'm not a rapper. <laughs> Do you know sure? what I mean? <laughs> Are you sure? Because my understanding, exactly, and as far as I'm willing to go in my understanding, and and I couldn't believe it. I was like, "You are the researcher. Go yeah. and research yeah. and come back to tell me." Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Are you asking me because you've never seen my work? Yeah. Or are you, you actually asking? Yeah. Are you actually asking? And if it's young people's laureate a laureate has to do with poetry end of right. why is it that you can't fathom the idea of like a black person being a poet and not a rapper mm. like why is that our variation okay if it's going to be a poet it's going to be a rapper mm. maybe they're just like trying to you know engage some sort of like demography by getting a, a rapper to do it like, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm I'm thinking maybe that was his thinking. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was like, that's mild though. Um, you've got people who don't want to pronounce your name. Uh, you've got people who... Don't want to. Don't want, I think it's don't want to. When my surname is, when you see Caleb Femi and you're fine with Caleb. Yeah. But Femi becomes a problem. Yeah. Then that's, that's like... That's what I don't understand because Femi is Femi. There's no, yeah. There's no other way. Um, there is a way, is there? Yeah. Unless you're just really choosing to be ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's loads. I think in terms of like interpreting my poems as well. Yeah. A lot of people can't help but see. They're looking for the brownness, the blackness. <laughs> they're looking for like, oh, it's it can't be, you can't be talking about down the road. Um, can't be talking about what I do because he's yeah. he's black. Yeah, yeah, must yeah, be yeah. Something else. Yeah, yeah. I've done a lot of interviews and I've uh, uh, and, and I've read it, especially in print. Um, 
and I will, I'm just like, I just, I don't believe I speak like that. Like, I really don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All of yeah. a sudden, I'm just become pretty illiterate all of a sudden. Now, <laughs> yeah. I do, now I'm reading this in the print. Yeah. I can't really string a sentence together. Exactly. That's happened to me. I've seen that. I've seen that a few times where I was like, that's not what I said. Mm. And I wouldn't even say it like this. But they've just ghettoized it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm very sure I didn't say it like this. And is that what they heard? Maybe. Because part of me believes that's what they heard. Yeah. Me. Maybe they filter it in that way. You know. Because I'm extra, like, I can, I can talk road. Yeah. But I'm extra, extra, extra. Because mm. I know this is the language that needs to... This is the language that should have no ambiguity. If I can speak to you in standard English, right. then you you understand exactly what I, what I say. Right. You know, so Which is the power in being able to do so as well. Exactly. Um, but no, even with that, they still they'll find a way. It's weird. I think they spend more energy yeah. finding a way yeah. <laughs> to un. I don't know. Unpick you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what early, early in my career and I was doing this um, this radio show and basically the show is like there's a performer mm -hmm. and there's a round table uh, with different people and they're discussing, I've got a book out, I've got this album, boom, boom, and then we do like a, a perform a song and then perform another song at a different point. And um, uh, we've got to towards the end, so we're going to do our performance. And everybody that's been is at the round table and have been asked a question has at some point, well, yep, yeah, and the new book is out, it's out next week. Mm -hmm. This is where it's called, this is where you can get it from, you know. Because ultimately, when we're doing promo, mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to, you know, yeah. we're trying to live. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, it gets to the, 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 the end of my performance, and uh, uh, my, I hate to use the word manager because that's not what she was, but anyway. Um, uh, and she slides the, the, the presenter a, a note with yeah. the like album out, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And um, he reads it out. Yeah. Um, and the producer of the show afterwards was livid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's not supposed to be that. You're just supposed to perform. And, and my thing was like, so I'm just the entertainment yeah. for the day. Yeah. So everybody can come and promote their thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just supposed to entertain everyone. Yeah. And, you know, there's somewhere in my uh, uh, spiritual DNA mm -hmm. where that was very much the case. Like, yeah. considering I have musical talents, mm -hmm. if I was a slave, I may be yeah. one of those people. Exactly, yeah. And it's not too far in my, in, in my DNA yeah. for me to recognise yeah. that I may have been here yeah. before. <laughs> And it's not going to happen today. Yeah. But is even though that was even though that's just even though it's a little a small thing to a certain extent mm. because somebody else from outside that could look at that and be like, yeah, but you know, mm. maybe you weren't supposed to be able to promote your thing and you're mm -hmm. just there. But for me, it's like what I if I know my history and yeah. what it has been experienced, mm. then it's my responsibility to make sure that that doesn't continue. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can't just be your entertainment. Mm -hmm. So you've got to pay me, you've got to promote me. Yeah. Son, yeah. I've got to be an equal footing with exactly. everyone in the room. Yeah. And simply just saying when your album is out, it's a bare minimum. Like that's, don't even have to be, like that could have been an, a record that was like four years old. Yeah. Do you know, like simply saying go get it in the shops is the bare minimum. But this is it, but yeah. I'm supposed to entertain, not have a voice, yeah. not actually have a, 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, the entertainment can be easily just, it goes, you're not even taking it in. Exactly. Yeah, that makes that happen. Which is a difference as well. I, I'm, I'm, I feel like with spoken word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spoken word yeah. is, is, is knocking, not, is, is open, is, is, they kind of can't really ignore that because yeah, they, they can't be like, I don't know what they're yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. They can't leave that old bullshit. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's literally speaking. Mm-hmm. Literally speaking and it's a, it's been separated from poetry and it's not, it's not Oh, like I should even said spoken word because that's like the black version, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's like, literally it's been racialized. Like, okay, black people do spoken word. Every, you know, everybody else does, does poetry. Do you know what um, I would say actually? I'm sorry to cut you. Yeah. Why I don't mind saying spoken word and the difference for me is that mm. spoken word is more dynamic mm-hmm. and there's somebody with an African spirit yeah. that comes with it. Exactly. And that is one of the many things that make us beautiful. Yeah. We mm-hmm. deliver it dynamically. Exactly. Short man, my mm-hmm. homie from years, the first time ever, he's one of the first spoken word artists I ever mm-hmm. experienced. Yeah. I'm, this is more than poetry to yeah. me. Yeah, literally. It's alive. Yeah. Which, which, and if you think about it, spoken word, the spoken word and spoken word poetry actually came before written poetry. That's the that longest, sense. one of the longest art forms, like predating um, um, art forms. I think it is the longest. I think it is. Yeah. I mean, we would have communicated before we exactly. would have verbally, before we would have written, written anything down. Yeah. So, so it's weird. It's like this thing is new and it's different, and it's and I'm just like, no, it's not. Like, relax. And plus, when you read out written, poetry, so why is it new all of a sudden? It's new all of a sudden because it's been allowed to be. Oh look, that's yeah. the car. I got moved the car. Not yeah. fine. All right, check it. This is where we go to the ad break. Yeah, man, you need that in this winter. Mm-hmm. You need that on deck. Cream your lips. <laughs> yeah, I used to be really addicted to it. I couldn't leave my house without it. Oh, really? Yeah. Was this earlier cool J and Yeah, but I think that was just part of like me not really being happy with the size of my lips. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to make sure they were moisture, then you, didn't, yeah, want, you didn't want to be a meat. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to be like in school. People make fun of you if you've got. Yeah, because they're already like visible. That. I had so, that. Like, yeah. Chicken burger lips and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I had that a few times. Yeah, yeah, man. That was like that was. I don't know. That was crazy, but. And that was black people. That was black kids. Yeah, white kids didn't. That wasn't a thing for them. Yeah, there's not yeah. really much difference in size, really. <laughs> yeah. We've all got big lips. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, which is which is interesting because it's true. A lot of the um, a lot of the the bullying that goes on, especially in schools that have a lot of people from where you're from, will be by them. Mm. Yeah. And it's but it's diff. It's it's different now. It's like. We're definitely at a part of a circle, which I really, what I really love about it is, you know, hashtag black girl magic. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag happy black kids. Yeah, carefree. Carefree, carefree that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And where we can, even the other, not long ago, there was, I think, uh, Mac put out a lipstick and yeah. ad, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, the ad featured, it featured a black woman and people yeah. were like, 
Why? What was what was they saying? I can't even remember, but they had a big issue. Um, they did a lipstick one, and they did a, a foundation one, right? Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. The lipstick one got loads of like yeah, yeah, bl- racist bl- comments. That's it, and bl- yeah. black Twitter had to had to to come for everyone. Yeah. Because we we really we kind we're kind of seeing value in ourselves mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it upsets a lot of people. Because, scares even. And scares them, yeah. Scares a lot of people. Because what would happen if we saw the value in ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. What would? What would happen if every single one of us saw the value in ourselves? Then we couldn't... We won't stand to be exploited anymore. No. And then on, for a system that's based on exploitation, then everything comes crumbling. Can you imagine that? Like what? 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 Literally, could you imagine what that looks like? Mm-hmm. Tell me. It will be very, very, very. Um, it will not be peaceful. It'll be very mm. ugly. It will be a total. A lot of people will be hurt. It will be carnage, um, but there will be some regrowth, some rebuilding, and some better ways of doing things. Mm. I think. Um, but yeah, it won't be pretty. It won't. There's no way. From what we, from what history tells us, um, the way that whiteness works is they will coax you into doing it. They will convince you and they'll manipulate you. But once they can't do that anymore, it's just violence. Mm. Because violence is the the last stop. Right. Yeah. Or it will just self-destruct. Yeah. But for it to self-destruct, there has to be... I don't know why I keep returning to this, like, dystopian, violent, all I'm seeing is just loads <laughs> of violence. But, like, a self-destruct also means, like, a, a... Because there's a lot of black people or people of colour that internalise it and support it so what do we do like do we have to like okay not sacrifice but yeah they have to go to or like Mm. do you know what I mean like they're gonna be negatively affected Mm. how can we Mm. I guess really you love you love humans in it like Mm. you have to have a sense of humanity in you because you're also trying to like bring those people um, and find a better way of living right. rather than just like elimination are you ready for the revolution it sounds like you're ready i'm ready I'm, I'm very 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 ready but here's the thing i'm just i just like although i say yeah it's going to be violent it's going to be this it's going to be that i don't necessarily mean like physical violence mm. i think there will be like a lot of i think we're going through it now mm. there is like a lot of economic violence economic violence a lot of um social violence as mm. well like movement of of people and reshuffling of people mm. and it's like difficult to detach yourself from certain areas and isolate yourself like when you're put in an area where you you feel isolated mentally that's not good and mental health like okay physical violence damages your physical health mm. 
but mental violence damages well, physical you. health can damage your mental health yes, too. Yes, it's true. Depending yeah. on the act and, and how, you, how your yeah. mind and emotion respond to it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Rape is going to stay with you. Yeah. Yeah, that is both physical and mental. Um, but I think there'll be a lot more mental mental mm. violence. And there's a lot of people who are fighting and trying to like combat mental health issues. It's um, it's it's a it's a it's a big discussion right yeah. now. It's it's out there in mm-hmm. the open. Something yeah. that I, I know is uh, in the Caribbean Jamaican culture. Yeah. Was it something you were Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It's that. That's the same. That's the same in 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 Nigerian culture. Well, not Nigerian culture, but because it's so diverse. But in in a lot of West African mm. culture, this idea of of mental health being a taboo, being a being not being a real thing, but at the same time being a real thing. Yeah, being a real so, thing enough to you know, don't say nothing to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? There'll mm-hmm. be people that be like, no, no, sh- sh- come, come, come. Yeah, come, come. you know what I mean? So you know that it's it's something's happening. Yeah, you understand the power. Yeah, and the way that you could be affected and the way that they could mm-hmm. react to certain things, or whatever. But exactly. we're just not gonna give it a name. Exactly. Or they'll just label it as madness or... Or madness, which is even worse. Or you're like, the devil is in you. You're oh, possessed by a demon. You need prayer. Demons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's... Have you... Do you feel like you've experienced mental health issues? Yeah. I lapse in and out of, like, depression all the time. Not all the time, but, like, in the summer... I think from the start of the year, um, yeah, from about last December till about August, mm. was like a, just deep depression for me. Was, was that what does that look like? Um, that looks like me shutting off from everyone um, that's close to me mm-hmm. and being very. So there's like autopilot mode for everyone yeah. that's around me. Um, in regards to like everyone I have to see every day, autopilot. And then there's me just shutting down from people who know me and and, and reacting in, in ways that it's not usually me not wanting to articulate myself because I don't know what's actually wrong, yeah. but I know something is wrong. Yeah. Um, having anxiety issues, um, having huge mood swings for no reason, just like so many things that I just couldn't, I just couldn't get a grip, you know, when you're just like, okay, um, this is what's happening with me. Mm-hmm. But just because you know that it's happening doesn't mean like you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, all right. That's the, that's it, you're, you're cured because you know, yeah, you're, you're suffering from this. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You're not- the difference is no for me like I didn't realise until maybe I think was it the top of this year or the top of last year one of them mm-hmm. I stopped drinking mm-hmm. for like I think it was like eight weeks yeah and in that in, in that time I had like two anxiety attacks yeah and the first time in my adult life mm-hmm. where I had experienced an anxiety attack mm-hmm. attack without having drink mm-hmm. as a crutch yeah to help 
balanced mm-hmm. out and numb it. Mm. So it was the first time I was able to go, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is really happening. Yeah. I, there's nothing to mask this. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I'm now able to know when it's yeah. bubbling up. Yeah. I know that I, I recognise the symptoms because for me, my anxiety attacks usually, uh, to the point of it starting to an actual attack, is usually about a week. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So slowly. I, yeah, 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 it's exactly. Just, yeah. It's a slow build. And yeah. it's kind of, it usually starts when I... Stuttering. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's, it, I'm stuttering and I can't... I'm like that. And my mouth is really dry. And then it turns into... I just one day realised that my... I don't know what muscle that is. I don't think it's spleen. But basically my my... I'm not actually breathing mm-hmm. correctly. I'm not taking up, mm-hmm. taking all the oxygen. And I'm, yeah. I'm there, and I'm literally yeah. like that. And it gets to the point where I think what is that's what kicks it over yeah. into the, into the next gear because mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm not breathing. I'm not getting enough oxygen, mm-hmm. and so that starts to give me a headache. And then the natural reaction of of the body is not getting not getting enough oxygen is yeah. to be afraid, yeah. Yeah. be concerned, and so mm-hmm. that's what really kicks in that. Mm-hmm. I think it's literally my body going, you can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. now I'm thinking, my body's thinking you can't breathe. Now I'm thinking I can't breathe. And yeah. it's a cycle oh, now yeah. to the point when then it becomes physical where I start yeah. to like, I get this tremble in my mm-hmm. body and then, and then it's an attack. And what happens now is that because I'm aware of that, mm-hmm. I would get to the first stages, the stuttering. I would get up until the, I realised my breathing mm-hmm. and then I'd have to spend two, three days mm-hmm doing breathing exercises mm-hmm. but I had to do something the other day and I'm sure you was you you was there as well that uh, I was going to be on a panel discussion all right yeah 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 and goldsmiths yes yeah I was I had an anxiety attack oh really I couldn't go I yeah. was like I think it was on like a Thursday yeah yeah it was yeah the Wednesday I was like okay I'm gonna see mm-hmm. how I get on yeah I know this is gonna happen in the way that he wants to but I'm gonna mm-hmm. see how I get on I woke up Thursday and the idea of being having to answer questions in front of an audience yeah. when I can't even speak and breathe at the yeah. same time yeah. terrified me so much. Mm-hmm. I literally had to email, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And be honest. Yeah. I'm in the midst of an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's what it is, is the honesty. Mm. Like, being able to, yeah, be honest with yourself, but be honest with everyone mm-hmm. um, and because then that sort of alleviates this idea of having to explain yourself yeah you know I found it really difficult to like tell some like explain to people the reason why I just disappeared yeah. off the face of the earth was because yeah. I was depressed mm-hmm. and I was trying to like sort sort myself out I wasn't to be honest I wasn't because I wasn't trying to sort myself out I was just in the state yeah you know um, but it's, I feel like the state is is there's a reason for the state yeah and yeah exactly so I know I know the read so I know I was going through like a huge transition of exactly. things so I was in the transition of um I was in a long, well, not long-term relationship, but long-term for me anyway. Um, and that was like, so there was... Situationship. 
No, no, but it was a proper relationship. Okay. It was a relationship. Okay. Um, And so going through that, going through like the transitioning of no longer being in a relationship anymore and then being in a a career that I felt like I was being stifled and, and I felt like there was so much wrong with it. And then everything else gets amplified. Yeah. So, you know, you have, like, normal problems you got to create as, as someone who <laughs> does art yeah. in one way, shape, or, or the other. That is sort of stifled. Um, mm. Friendships, stuff that's, like, it's just normal stuff, but it just gets amplified even more. Like, even, like, money gets, like, amplified do you know what I mean? Everything yeah. just like is a t- hundred times worse, mm-hmm. and you're just like, that's never. I don't worry about money. I'm someone who's very comfortable with like, if I have ten pound in my pocket, yeah. that's a challenge. I see, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I see. I'm like, yeah, challenge accepted, yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. stretch this through the week. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a working class vibe. Exactly. We gotta be alright. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But for me to worry about money... I, I think I cook some of my best dishes when I'm broke. Exactly. Do you I know what I mean? a feast. Because you, your brain just kicks into a new gear and, and everything becomes creative. The way you live, yeah. you find ways to just make it work. Right. Um, but for me to be worried about stuff like that, that it didn't, I didn't even need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. I was... Yeah, so, so going through all of that, I knew, okay, this is the reason, this is the reason, this is the reason... And I need to do something about it. But I'm in this state that so I'm not... do you kind of accept the state while you're in the state? Or are you trying to... I, on the surface level, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, I accept it. Mm. I accept it. I understand. No, no, I'm not accepting it. I understand. But it's like, do you know when you're lying in bed? You, like, you wake up in the morning and you lie in bed and you're like, ah. Oh, I'm tired, but I need to get up. Mm. But you're still lying in bed, and you're like, yeah, I need to get up soon, you know. But you're still in bed. Mm. You know you need to get up, mm. but you're in bed, and yes. it's comfortable. So it's like breaking away from that like comfortability, like, yeah. all right, cool. Because regardless, for me, in a weird way, uh, when, when, I, when I get really deep in it, I find so much comfort in solitude yeah do you know what i mean which is the opposite of what like and it's not even solitude of me trying to sort myself out it's solitude of me putting on like a hundred films and i'll sit down and i'll order food Mm. and just watch films and order food and it's just like i don't exist This is my little bubble that i created you're not conducting you're insulating exactly (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly yeah i think that's important though that's that's which is the kind of like the the, the you know the um, the self love version of what depression is. It's it, in terms of which I believe mm. it's a, it's a it's a place like you're saying a transition, but, but you find yourself in a place where you have to direct your energy inward mm. because something has is bubbling up that is going to I believe mm-hmm. is going to help you transition into this new. Mm-hmm. A version of yourself yeah um which is shitty mm-hmm. can be in, in terms of the experience but 
I spent about four years in depression and what now looking back what I'm able to realise is that that's how I found my voice as a writer mm-hmm. because I I couldn't one of the stuff the main things that happened to me in depression is I could not communicate yeah yeah I could not like you were saying yeah. that yeah. like I can't I'm, I'm, I just don't know how to speak to yeah. people anymore mm-hmm. um, and what I found was that I spent four years just listening mm. I was the person in the room that was just I'm just listening to everybody else mm. I'm not they forget I'm there. Mm. I've blended in with the furniture. Mm. And when I came out of that, I came out of that with my first album. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I came out with my first album and yeah. I got tracks. I got the, 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 there's a track on there, uh, uh, Bad Boy. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's for me being able to watch my brethren mm-hmm. in a way that I was not able to see him before. Yeah. In terms of, there's a lyric in there which I could not even remember the lyrics right now. <laughs> but <laughs> there's a lyric in there where I'm talking about him uh, uh, trying on his clothes in the mirror, mm-hmm. and it's because I was watching him in a way I couldn't mm-hmm. see him before. And I remember watching him looking in the mirror and then checking himself out, and then he did a little move where he walked past the mirror to see what he'd look like walking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm looking and but then I'm not but then I'm looking at it and I'm, I'm I've given myself enough time to sh- I, I, I sh- I'm shutting up mm-hmm. I'm not messing the process of learning up by speaking yeah and I'm able to see what the what that's co- coming from yeah what is that really stemming from mm-hmm. this kind of exaggerated version to, to need to this this need to what do I look like from, from, from everybody else's point of view yeah because that's what I got yeah that's yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to see that without have going through that. Going through that, yeah. 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 yeah, I feel that. I feel that I can relate to that a lot. So, how do you manage to, with all things said and done, mm-hmm. and what you recognise about the world that we live in and your experiences as, as, as a black man, mm-hmm. a talented black man, how do you, uh, why are you still here r- 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 doing what you're doing ultimately? Because, t- okay, I'm trying to figure out how to ask this question. Mm. I want to know what is so powerful about you that allows you to do what you're doing? <laughs> what a question. Isn't it? Wow. I don't even know how to even... Let me think. Um, what is powerful about me? Oh, you get shifted. Yeah. You shifted in the chair, <laughs> right? Um, do you know what? I think it's a, a fearlessness. Yes. That's what it is. Um, but earlier you said it was fear, so it's fear. So like fear drives me. Yeah, yeah, that to, is fear. To, to, to yeah, yeah, because I think that fear. When you're fearful, yeah, fear is impacting mm-hmm. on you mm-hmm. in a negative way, and when you're fearless, you recognize the presence of of fear or danger. 
yeah. um, and you're still moving, you're still moving forward. Mm. So, um, so fear always has something to do. I'm always aware of it. I'm always aware of the dangers and the implications of choosing certain paths, but I just do it regardless. Um, I'm someone who's always grown up with a, a, a free attitude, an unrestricted attitude, an attitude that has, it's a little bit inquisitive and a little bit um, foolhardy, um, but I've always wanted to see. Um, and that's not having a disregard for life, that's actually embracing life yeah. even more. When I used to, when I was, when I was younger, about four or five, I used to, um, five or six, I used to roam in the streets. I still do that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is different, but, you know, living it, living where I lived in Nigeria, like, you can just roam out because everyone's your parent. Everyone, yeah. you know. And life happens outside. Outside, yeah. So I just always used to do that. And when I came to this country, I just always used to just get involved and do stuff. Mm. Um and I think I've just taken that forward with me. Like, if I love doing something, I'm gonna do it. And regardless of what it means or or what it might not mean or whether it might be end up being a good thing or a beneficial thing, um, I can try and do it in, in, in another way, mm. but I'm not gonna enjoy that process. For example, like, my first year of A-levels, I did physics, economics, maths, and business, because I thought mm. people want, people, this is like, these are avenues that ensure like a, a rich life, mm. or so I thought. And I just didn't enjoy that process. And I said to myself, I'm never going to do that again, ever in my life. And I left education for two years, because I was like, why? This is not what I want to do. And I went and did other things that I felt like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. And like being on the roads was not, it's not an advisable thing. I wouldn't advise anyone to pick that, but I was enjoying it in a weird way. Like there's loads of downsides to it, but there was so many upsides as well and so much freedom. Um, just that sense of like always breaking out and not complying and, and being free to do what you want. Mm. And that's what is at, the, is at the center of a lot of things that I do, like just do something and enjoy it and be free in right. it, yeah. Uh, there's a, I can't remember what documentary it was. <clears throat> uh, it was a two-part documentary. And one of the speakers said that the thing with Tupac was that he had strength within his vulnerability. Mm. That stayed with yeah. me. And it was helped me understand um, what my power was as a writer and yeah. as a person. Yeah. I ain't afraid, like you're saying, to mm. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's what we do. Mm. I think we, we, we do that as people who have restrictions set upon us. Yeah. Um, we continuously break through that. Mm -hmm. 
literally nothing that has has been tried to set upon us has worked exactly yeah none of this shit has worked we're still gonna be here hello yeah (laughs) you are you are the embodiment of that yeah and I just friggin' love that. Yeah. Yo, Caleb Femi. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say thank you very much, my brother? You no, know, thank you for feeding me, and and like I feel like I've I've learned a lot and been rejuvenated mm. as well. I'm gonna take that out and hopefully pass it on to someone else that's dope we're gonna yeah. do exactly that when this yeah. goes live <laughs> yeah. thank you very much it's so yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd love to have you as a guest I, d- yeah. I absolutely wanted to have you as a guest and um, you know uh, you are a beautiful black brother thank you um, and I am a beautiful black woman and yes. I just want to spread the black magic all yeah. over from the window to the wall so, um, sweat yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Yo, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.